Welcome to the Ministry of Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. Our vision is bringing people into the full realization of their potential in God and our mission. Building a community of believers whose lifestyle positively influenced change in the society. Welcome to Lighthouse. Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthouseng.org. our online viewers as well. Happy new month and then happy new quarter. I think I should add that. Praise the Lord. Okay. So Pastor Sunday has reduced my work this morning but I still want to say something about the word for the quarter. Praise the Lord. Okay. So the word for the quarter is unprecedented favor and is ease and is restoration collapsing of time. Praise the Lord. I want to add something. Thank you for reducing my work. I want to add something this morning. And something that occurred to me that we need for this quarter as well. I read from, okay, let me start with this. There's a warning. Isaiah 8. Isaiah 8 of from verse 11 to 13. Please display it in the New Living Translation. New Living Translation, please. New Living Translation. It says, the Lord has given me a strong warning. It says not to think like everyone else does. Is that a warning enough? Is that a strong warning enough? Let's continue. We're going to verse 13, I think. He said, don't call everything a conspiracy like they do. And don't live in dread of what frightens them. It says, make the Lord of heaven's armies holy in your life. He is the one you should fear. He is the one who should make you tremble. A strong warning. Go back to verse 11. A strong warning. Not to think like everyone else does. Not to think. It's a strong warning. Not to think like everyone else does. Everyone will be everyone. Romans 12 talks about us not, talks about us renewing our mind. Renewing our mind. Not to think like everyone else does. Yes, Nigeria is good. Amen. Nigeria is good. Nigeria has broken our hearts. How many people are in that boat? Your heart was broken by the election. I was there. So Nigeria has broken our heart. Eh? But God is helping us to mend that heart, to heal that heart, so that we continue to pray. Because it is not over until it is over. Hallelujah. But it says, don't think like everyone else 
does. Don't think like everyone else does. And I know that God will expound that word in your heart. In Jesus' name. Okay, so concerning the second quarter that God has given us the word for, I go to Habakkuk, verse 3. And you know it is interesting, like I say always, you know, nothing is, nothing is new to God. Nothing is, is catching him unawares. Do you understand? A lot of the times we behave as if, ah, what is what are we go? What is God going to do now? No, God is not caught on our ways. We are the ones that were caught on our ways. God is not caught on our ways. Okay? So God knew that the first three months of this year would be good. In inverted commas. Would be wonderful. In fact, would be fantastic. I've heard people say they have not done business this year. Nothing has happened. I have not closed any deal. But when God was giving, God gave that word like towards the end of March. And God said, it is time for favor. Since it is time for unprecedented favor. He says that in this second quarter, it is with ease. With ease. Jacob was supposed to go and look for, 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 for an animal for his father. And he came back in like, uh -uh. it was like magic. And the man said, uh -uh, what has happened to you? How come you are here? He said, ah, it is because the Lord your God brought it to me. I think you want to tell yourself this quarter, business will be brought to me. Eh, I will not, businesses will be brought to my dormant. As I am sitting in my house, they are looking for me all over the place. Hallelujah. So it says it is with ease. It says it is, and it says that there's collapsing. So you have not done business. They have just kept that business in store for you. So in this week, quarter now, they will release everything. And all those ones that you are supposed to have done since January, February, March, they will release it in Jesus' name. So there's something, and you know, that is very important that we do. Habakkuk 3, you know, if you read from verse 17, it says, Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines. I'm reading ESV, you don't have that. It says the produce of the only fail and the fields yield no food. It says the flock be cut off from the fold, which is, you know, the experience that we've had. And there be no herd in the stalls. It says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. But I think uh, regular says I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. Yes, it says, I will take joy in the God of my salvation. So as you go into the second quarter, please take joy with you. It's very important. Take joy. Take joy with you. You cannot afford to leave joy behind. Hallelujah. You know, you, a lot of us are saying, eh, I will wait until God does it. If you are waiting for before he does it, before, uh, you are waiting for him to do it before you pray, praise him, it's not going to happen. I hope you know. I hope you know. You don't wait for him to do it. He has done it. He declares the end from the beginning. Before he gives you a word, that thing has already been finished. Hallelujah. So take joy with you into the second quarter. Take joy. It's important that you take joy with you. Because without joy, you will not see clearly. Hallelujah. Without, without that state of joy, you will, not, you will not see clearly. Hallelujah. So please, into the second quarter, take joy with you.
Somebody say, I will take joy with me. I will take joy with me. Every day of this month, I will take joy with me. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Okay, so that is assignment number one. Assignment number two, EFC is here. Hallelujah. EFC is here. How many of us have invited people? I'd like to thank all those people who came out yesterday for the evangelism because we had an evangelism roundabout Oregon here. People went out to invite people. How many of us were here? I saw some, I, I was not here myself, but I saw pictures. Thank you for doing that. So EFC is here and we're running Friday, Saturday and Sunday. How many people are praying towards it? Yes, we're praying in church. No, no, no. Personal prayer. Not the one that you are joining. Personal prayer. We need to pray. We need to pray. You know, I tell, like pastor says, the work of God is not entertainment. It's not AY life. So when you are coming to church, you are not coming to see AY. Do you understand? So before you leave your house, you should pray. You should have an expectation. God, I want to meet with you today. Amen? You know, some people, when pastor preaches, they'll say, ah, maybe somebody has gone to tell my matter to pastor. No, nobody told your master. Holy Spirit revealed your matter to pastor. But if you want that to happen, please pray. Hmm? Don't just wake up and put on clothes and come. Pray before you come to church. Hallelujah. Pray for your pastor that he will speak the word of God. He will speak the word you need. Hallelujah. So EFC is here. We're here on Friday. We're here on Saturday. We're here on Sunday. And we're starting at 10. Please, I want to encourage you. Come. Hmm? Come. I know it's public holiday. Some people say, ah, I want to relax. You will relax on Monday. After you leave here in the afternoon, you go and relax. Yes, it's only once in a year. Come and bring people along. Bring your children. Junior church is open. So mothers, don't tell me there's nowhere to keep your children. Bring them. Junior church is working. Hallelujah. And I think that it is time we begin to bring back, you know that, well, for those of us who have been Christians, we sit in church for hours listening to the word. We need to begin to do that. Because there's something that happens to you when you're under the atmosphere of God, under the atmosphere of the world. So now, service is more than 12. Some people are looking at their research. <laughs> Meanwhile, you will binge watch Netflix for five hours. Where are my Netflixers? Okay, thank you for being truthful. You will sit in front of TV, YouTube, Instagram, hours. And you can't stay in the house of God for... No, that's not, that's not right. Or do you think it is right? Do you think it is right? So please, EFC is here. Please come. Please come. Please come and invite people. Pray. The title is the Holy Spirit. You want to go deeper with the Holy Spirit. You want to experience another level of the Holy Spirit. Please pray. Hallelujah. How many people are coming for EFC? You are here on time. It's not that they say it is 10. You come at 12. You know that kind of thing. You are here. 10. And if you are a worker, I, I should not be talking to you now. Abby, I should, not, I, know, I should not be talking to you. You know. But please come for EFC. The Lord is set and ready for you. Praise the Lord. And closely tied to EFC is the issue of finances. Because EFC is a conference, so we need money to run it. 
we need money to run it. And so please, sow towards EFC. Sow towards EFC. I'm going to ask them to display uh, some numbers when we're taking offering. Please tell them to get me the partners, partnership account in the two banks so that we can display them when we're taking offering. Please sow towards EFC. God has helped us. In fact, we are here. God has helped us. Our diesel bill, we spend 1.6 million every six weeks on diesel. Here. And that is us cutting, managing. We spend 1.6 million every six weeks. If we stretch it, maybe it will reach two months. If we, maybe. So please, support the work of God here. Support the work of God here. God will bless you. We're not talking giving today, but I need to put that down because EFC, because it is a conference we need, we have overheads, we have guests. Uh, there are things we're going to, to rent because we don't have them yet. Video cameras, photographers. You know, there's so many things going into it because it's a conference. It's not our regular service, so we do some more, you know, some more things. So we have a budget. Don't bother yourself about the budget. Just so. Just so. Somebody says, I don't have too much. Whatever you have, drop it. God sees your heart. He's not saying you should give what you don't have. But please give towards AFC. They will display the account numbers when we are about to give. Praise the Lord. Yes, so now to my message. How many of us remember? Eh, because I said they should give you now. How many of us remember? When was the last time you saw this thing? When was the last time? Eh? This morning. No, when was the last time you saw it? Eh? Well, which last year did you see it? I'm not saying see it like that. When was the last time you brought this to church? Or when was the last time this was shown in your church? Hallelujah. Today is Palm Sunday. Praise the Lord. I know that before we have not done this year, but it just occurred to me this year. That if we are not careful, all of those traditions that we have as Christians, they are just being eroded because we are Pentecostals. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That is a sarcastic laugh. Because Christianity is Christianity. Pentecostalism, evangelism, Presbyterian, it is the same thing that holds us and binds us together. Praise the Lord. So today is Palm Sunday. So I just thought, ah, it would not be bad. In fact, it's because I did not think about it early enough. I would have put it at the doors. Because that's what they do. Have you seen it before? They will put it like ark at the doors. And when you are coming, you hold this and you make it into a cross. It was too late. I didn't get anybody to make it into a cross for me. And it's funny because, oh, fantastic. I did all that. That is wonderful. And you know, the funny thing, when I took it to the junior church, they were asking me, what is this? Can you imagine? Please, let us be careful. They handed over something to us. Let us not <laughs> trivialize what was handed over to us. Let us pass it to our children. They said, well, what is this? I said, it's Palm Front. I'm sure they will explain to them more, you know, in their service. So today is Palm Sunday. Hallelujah. Today is Palm 
Sunday. And it is the first day in the Holy Week. The Holy Week is the last week before Easter. That is what culminates into uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So let's read scripture this morning. Let's read scripture. All of the Gospels talk about Palm Sunday, of course, because it is significant and it's quite important. Please give me Luke 19. First of all, Luke 19, verse 28 to 44. Luke 19, 28 to 44. I think I'm going to stop at 40, actually. Okay? And it says... Uh, about the same thing. And when he had said these things, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. When he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany, at the mount that is called Olivet, he sent two of the disciples, saying, Go into the village in front of you, where on entering you will find a cold tide, on which no one has ever yet sat. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it, you shall say this, the Lord has need of it. So those who were sent away, sent, went away and found it just as he had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, why are you untying the colt? And they said, the Lord has need of it. And they brought it to Jesus and throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. And as they rode along, they spread their clocks on the road. As it was drawing near already on the way down the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He answered, I tell you, if this were silent, the very stones will cry out. I read the same narration in John, in John, John 12. Same narration in John 12, from 12 to 19. It says, The next day, the large crowd that had come to the feast. It was the feast of Passover when this thing happened. Heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to, to, to meet him. You know, John was not, didn't have all the razzmatazz that uh, Luke and uh, Matthew had. He just went, you know, like short and sharp. So he didn't tell you how he got the cold. How you, he just said, so they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the king of Israel. And Jesus found a young donkey and sat on him, just as it is written. Very important. Fair not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. The crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to bear witness. The reason why the crowd went to meet him was that they had heard he had done this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, you see that you are gaining nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Like I said, it's Palm Sunday 
and uh, it coincides today with our Thanksgiving day. What is Palm Sunday? Some people call it Passion Sunday, and I already told you that it is the first day of the Holy Week. So this last week is the Holy Week. It's the Holy Week. It's the last week of the season of Lent. So even though we did not, we don't fast. You know, there's 40 days. Abi, 40 days. It started on March 2nd. Ash Wednesday was March 2nd. It started on, you know, yes, like I said, we're Pentecostals, but it is, it, it, it will be wise, the wise thing for us to actually know what, what obtains in Christianity. Because, you know, as, we, as, as uh, like I said, as Pentecostals, we think all these things don't matter. We don't fast because, you know, Jesus has done everything for us. But, please, it is important that we are aware that we know. So there is Lent. Lent is 40 days of fasting. It's 40 days of. And on Good Friday, how many of us remember that they don't eat anything that has blood? It is the day of free John. Abby? Because it was that day that they crucified Jesus. So you cannot partake of blood on that day. How many of us remember? So they eat beans and coconuts. Cooked together. They eat free John. You must not eat anything that has blood. So no fish, no meat, no chicken. On Good Friday. Am I lying? That's, 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 the, people do it still up, up till now. Because we are Pentecostal, like I said, say, all those things don't matter. Thank God for that. Okay? So, and it's important because, like I said, this is the beginning. That entry into Jerusalem signaled something. Today, now, he's going to Jerusalem. If you were in some places, I don't know, Lagos is too big now. But some people will go would, um, on, on the road. They are doing it. Hey. See? See? I don't think you are more Christian than they are. Because we have that tendency to think that we are better. We are not better than they are. Please note that. Okay. But we should pay attention to this. We should pay attention to it. Because this is what leads to Easter. And Easter is the cornerstone of Christianity. Without Easter, there is no Christianity. True? Or true? There is no Christianity. It's the cornerstone of the faith. So we must pay attention to this entire... When you get back home, just go read from, you know, like I said, the four Gospels talk about this. Just read to the end of when Jesus was crucified and all of that. So today is Palm Sunday. Hallelujah. And it's important, like I said, because Paul said, if everything that we are doing is just for here, if Jesus did not rise, we are of all men most miserable. So it's important that we know what and what is happening in the faith that you have received. Praise the Lord. So some things to note about Palm Sunday, because it is, like I said, significant. So some things to note about Palm Sunday. I go back to Luke, because Luke gave us that, uh, told us about how he got the donkey that he rode on and all of that. That's Luke 19, 28. Okay, where is it now? So, it is written that he rode on a donkey. He rode on a donkey. Why didn't he ride on a horse? If he was a king, now she ride on a horse. She be a horse is the, you know, horse is what kings ride. Hallelujah. Horse is what, but he rode on a donkey, not on a horse. And this is a sign that his own government is not like the government of the world. His own government is not like the government of the And we see it even up until now. And you, you know when, when, when um, towards the end, this 
today they were saying, uh, blessed is he who comes. On Friday, they say, crucify him. Why did they say crucify him? Because when they was riding in on jail, they were thinking, ah, Savior has come. He is going to deliver us from the, Ro the Roman rule. He's going to do this. And when they saw that, ah, nothing like that is happening. No, They turned against him. They turned sharp. This one, I beg, I beg, I beg. This is not the kind of king that we want. So, what they expected is not what it is or is not what they got. So, he rode on a donkey because it is a sign of humility and peace. And up till now, Christianity is a religion of what? Peace. If you dare call it, we have to call it a religion at some point. Yeah. So, it's a religion of peace. It's a religion of humility. Am I right? It's a religion of peace, a religion of humility. And it was also a sign, like I said, that his kingdom was not like the kingdom of the earth. He didn't come to establish an earthly kingdom. And some of us seem to forget that. That this is not the end. We're going somewhere. Hallelujah. I know that we don't preach that often again now, that there's, there's a hereafter. How many people have had that kind of sermon in recent times? We are concerned about what's happening. What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? How do we pay school fees? How do we pay house rent? Praise the Lord. But this is not, this is not all that is to it. So he came to tell us to establish, a, he established a kingdom quite all right, but it was not an earthly kingdom. His kingdom is heavenly. You remember when he was being crucified and they were saying, he said, it, is, let, it, is, it has to be because it is written. Otherwise, I will tell my father he will release legions of angels. They will clear all of you one time. But because this has to be done at this time. So, like I said, please remind and always remind yourself that Jesus is coming back again. He's coming back again. This is not the end. All these are our razzmatazz, all these are our lights, lights, how do they call the kinikon? Lights, kinikon, action. Lights, camera, action. Mm -hmm. Lights, camera, action. All these are our lights, camera, action. There's something beyond this one. There's something after this one. Jesus is coming back again. Hallelujah. Secondly, so note, the donkey that he went on is a sign of humility and peace. By now, you should know that anything that God does, it is for a reason. It's not, God is not a scattered God. How many of you bear witness with me? Ah, no, God is a master planner. <laughs> master strategist. Master planner. So, secondly, of course, it was foretold. Everything about Jesus was foretold. Everything was foretold. Zechariah 9. Zechariah 9 and verse 9. Give it to me in the NLT, please. Zechariah 9 and verse 9. Zechariah 9 and verse 9. It says, Rejoice, O people of Zion. Shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem. It says, Look, your king is coming to you. It says, He is righteous and victorious, yet he is humble. Riding on a donkey. Riding on a donkey's colt. So it was foretold. 
It was foretold. Psalm 118 and verse 26. When they said, Hosanna, Hosanna, it was foretold. Everything was planned to a T. To a T. NKJV. It says, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And this was, and this shows you that, like I said, the people of that time, the Israelites, they were expecting a king. They knew what was supposed to happen. Even though they were not sure whether Jesus was it or not, they were expecting a king. But the kind of king they were expecting not, was not what God had in mind. So they knew. So they knew the scriptures. Because it says in John that the, 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 the disciples did not understand. But afterwards, they now say, oh, oh, okay. This is what happened. And so these people were saying, blessed is he who comes. And they were talking, they were saying, Psalm 118 verse 26. Do you know the time between when David lived and when Jesus came? But they remembered, they knew. And that's another lesson for us, like I said. We must know the faith that we have received. Please go all out and study study, study. Paul was telling Timothy, he said, study to show yourself approved. A workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We must know what we have received. You don't say, I'm a Christian. You are a Christian. Okay, after that, what? What does that mean? What does that mean? Please let us search out all of these things. So, Everything about Jesus had been prophesied, had been foretold. And when Jesus himself came, Matthew 5, he said it. He said, not one jot. Matthew 5, 18. Say 18 now. Yes, it says, for assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle by, will by no means pass from the law till all this, talking about the scripture. 24, 35. Say Matthew 24, 35, please. Matthew 24, 30. It says, heaven and earth will pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away. It says, but, by my, but my words will by no means pass away. There is nothing God has said that will not be fulfilled. Hallelujah. And this is a good point for me to tell someone, has God told you something? Is there a promise that God has given you? Be rest assured it will be fulfilled. Be rest assured it will be fulfilled. Hallelujah. He says his word will not go back to him void until it accomplishes the purpose for which it was sent. So that word was sent to you for a purpose. And that purpose must be accomplished. Hallelujah. That purpose must be accomplished. Praise the Lord. So, everything had been foretold. It shows you, like I said, that God is a master planner. He does not joke. Oh, he's not, he's not, ah, I was just joking. You know, the Bible says that don't say in, in the presence of an angel like it was a joke. Because there's no joke with God. Oh. You say it's like he's dumb. Excuse me. And he says in, I think, uh, was in number 1428, he told the people of Israel, as you have said in my ears, so will I do unto you. So if you don't want it done to you, don't say it. Don't say it. Because with God, everything is serious business. There's no joke. Say, ah, no, I didn't mean it. I was joking. Ah, it's too late. See, Numbers 14, 28. As I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so I will do to you. So you know I said earlier, don't think as they are. A strong one. Don't think as they are thinking. Don't talk as they are talking. Praise the Lord. We should always remind ourselves of that. Don't talk as they are talking. 
Because once you say it, it is done, it is sealed. You cannot say in front of an angel, this is an error. Ah, no. It is done. Once you say it, it is done. So, God is a master planner. And whatever God has told you, it will come to pass. If you stay with it, if you believe it, it will come to pass. Things to note about Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday is a reminder of the selfless love Jesus showed by laying down his life for us. He laid down his life. He said, greater love had no man than this, that he should lay down his life for a friend. So he just laid down his life for us. So it is time for us also to reflect. What are we doing? Are we showing, showing that we have received the love of Christ? How are we showing that love to people around us? How are we showing that love to people around us? And of course, today is a Thanksgiving. Abby, today is Thanksgiving Sunday. Luke 19 and verse 40. When they were praising him and they were shouting, Luke 19, 40. When they were praising him and they were shouting and they were singing, Hosanna, blessed is the, is the king who comes in the name, name of the Lord. Peace in heaven. The Pharisees were telling them, please tell your disciples to keep quiet. Oh, I beg, I beg. This noise is too much. What now? Well, what's all this uproar about? Tell them to keep quiet. Please, please, please. And what did he say? I tell you, if they should keep silent, the stones will immediately do what? Because whether you praise Jesus or not, Jesus must be praised. So this one that will be begging you, ah, give thanks, give praise. Mm -hmm. Whether you praise or not, Jesus must be what? Must be praised. Jesus must. How many of us remember that Ron Kennelly song? Ain't gonna let no rock out praise me. Ain't gonna let no rocks, ain't gonna, go, ain't gonna let no rocks sing in my place. Ah, sweet. Where are my oldies in the house now? Where are my oldies now? In my praise, I will make a joyful noise. I will sing a joyful song that is pleasing to thee. Oh, this way. Nobody knows the song. You don't know the song. Ah, ah. Why now? Why are you looking at me like that? What is that sort of, sort of? Is that? Okay. So even in Christendom, there's old school, do you know? Because there's some songs, there's some songs, there's some, oh, in fact, like, there's some old, you call them Christian, oh, you call them oldies. Because there's some songs that I will sing. All of you will just be looking at me. When we are, when pastor is raising some songs here, he's looking and some of them will just, in fact, they will just keep mute because they do not know the head or the tail of that song. So even in Christianity, there is oldies. Eh? There is oldies. It's one of those oldies, but it's good. So, it says, if this keeps silent, the stones will cry out. Because God must be praised. Jesus must be praised. Jesus must be praised. Know how, if you like, praise him. If you don't praise him, maybe they leave you by. by. They just put you aside. That means you are not relevant. Because he says that he created us for his pleasure. He created us for his pleasure. And part of that pleasure is for us to give praise to God. So as today is a Thanksgiving day, Abby, 
and it coincides with a Palm Sunday. So the praise should be extra, don't you think? The Thanksgiving should be extra. And we should not be cajoling people dance or praise or do something like that. Hallelujah. We should not be doing that. Praise the Lord. So, as today is Palm Sunday, like I said, if somebody saying, ah, but like I said, things have been bad. Why? Why? There's no reason to give thanks. No. What does First Thessalonians 5 18 it says? Rejoice. Always. Always. Again, I say what? Rejoice. And I read Habakkuk just now. It says things are not working. No. Even if things are not working, go back to Habakkuk 3 for me, please, from verse 17. It says, in everything give thanks, but this is the will of God. That is the will. Okay, so Habakkuk 3.17. It says, though the fig tree may not blossom, there's no business. In fact, the death is like this. Nor fruit be on the vines. Though the labor, labor of the olive may fail, like I said, no business. January, February, March, no business. I went to the market yesterday. I had to get some things. And the market was looking somehow. And I asked my Igbo boys, my Igbo brothers, what's happening? They said, and see this, we have not done anything major since January. We can't go to the market. You know, they, we say they are going to buy goods. We say we can't go. Because everything was just looking, so what was happening here? I said, we can't go to the market. And then this money matter came, plus election and everything. So I said, so business has not started. I said, it's, it's like so. So you're not the only one who, you're not the only one. But it says, and the fields yield no food. It says, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. It says, yet. Somebody say, yet. Somebody say, yet. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Hallelujah. So, we must rejoice. We must give thanks. We must give thanks. We must praise God for even sending his son. That's one on its own. It's something that you give thanks to for every day. I hope you know that. When I wake up, I say, Father, thank you. Thank you for the miracle of sleeping and waking. It's a miracle. You think you slept and you woke up. It is by your doing. <laughs> okay. Well, here is your case. Thank you for the miracle of sleeping and waking. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the gift of Jesus. Thank you for the spirit of adoption. You know we're adopted into the family of God. We were brought out. We were brought from somewhere outside. Um, so we're adopted. So I say thank you for sound mind. Thank you for sound mind. I can think. I am in my right state of mind. So for the fact that Jesus came, it is enough thanksgiving on its own. Hallelujah. It is enough thanksgiving. We are praying, our prayers are answered. Ah, it's enough thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, we must give thanks to God. Hallelujah. For sending His Son. As we mark Palm Sunday and as we go into the Holy Week, we must give thanks. We must give thanks because He loved us. I think somewhere in Jeremiah, I can't remember this exactly, it says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. And with my loving kindness, I have drawn you. You did not give, God drew you. I hope you know. He called you. It's not as if, ah, you just woke up and said, I want to be born again today. And then you are born again. No. 
God drew you. Hallelujah. So please, let's give thanks to the Lord. And today, I think we have, we have like five dedications, baby dedications. Oh, ho. so please, when they are singing and they are, please don't stand up. Be looking and saying what I know. You have to give thanks. Bible says that a living dog is better than a dead lion. Abi, a lion is dead. Is dead now. There's no hope of uh, anything. It says a living dog. So whatever it is that you are thinking, it has not come to pass yet. You are alive. It can still come to pass. It will still come to pass. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want us to rise this morning. Just rise. Let's rise. This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudrata Biola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenge.org for more.